Hey, welcome to Varsity Spotlight, a Watertown Daily Times sports podcast. My name is Phil Sanzo, and I'm a sports writer for the Daily Times. And this week's guest is South Jefferson girls basketball guard Jackie Pittock. Jackie's having another stellar season, averaging a league-high 20 points with a total of over 150 points this year. Oh, also that I mentioned, she's only a freshman. Being in ninth grade and already having a few seasons of varsity basketball under her belt, Jackie and I discuss her career, her team, and her relationship with her sister, who's also on the team. All that and a lot more on this week's episode of Varsity Spotlight. All right, so Jackie, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Um, so you and, you and your sister are on the same team. You're both really good players. What is the biggest sibling rivalry moment between the two of you? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> We're pretty competitive. Um, I think just, like, coming home when, like, she'll have a really good game and we both have good games, but then when my dad is giving us criticism, um, it's basically just, like, who he helps the most sometimes. Like, maybe sometimes he'll give me more criticism to help me mm-hmm. get better, but then he won't give her as much and she'll get a little jealous or she'll give her a lot of criticism and not me as much and we're just trying to get better, that's all, so we just like it when... We get to hear that and know how to get better. So that's pretty much the biggest when it comes to <laughs> Outside of basketball, I mean, what is your what is the most thing you guys are most competitive at outside of basketball? Uh, probably sharing clothes. Really? <laughs> yeah, because I don't really have a lot of as much fashion, I guess I would say, as her. Okay. So I try to I try to use borrow her clothes a lot, and that's kind of what like we compete about I guess like when she wants to wear my clothes and I want to wear hers I guess I guess she's not too big of a fan of that <laughs> uh, not really I mean sometimes she'll share like she'll be really nice about it and let me wear some more clothes but then sometimes it's like hey that's my new thing I don't right. want to <laughs> so I mean you guys are both phenomenal players but you're, you're having an exceptionally good year I mean being that she's your older sister I mean what are some things she has just kind of taught you well, she's taught me to just, like, push myself to be the best I can and always be humble about it and work really hard. Like, she's the hardest worker I know in practice and all the time. She's always working hard, so that makes me want to work hard and be as good as her and just try to push myself. Even though, you know, you're probably, you're, you're, you put up double-digit points, you put up, like, you're averaging about 20 points or so a game, I mean, being that she's your older sister, does she still feel like she has, like, the upper hand over you a lot of times? Uh, I, I probably yeah. <laughs> we one on one in the driveway, and she always still beats me. Um, so whenever we play, she's just so much bigger, and she has more. Like she knows how to get to me. I feel like like she knows how to strengthen my weaknesses or like go against my weaknesses. I don't know how to say it, but right. she like exploits my weaknesses. So. So how what are, how do you you know kind of help her out? What what kind of advice do you give her? How do you help get her help her get better? Um, well, I feel like me, my ball handling, that's like my shot, like one of my best parts of my game, being a point guard. And she was always the biggest person, so she was always a forward growing up. So I feel like going along with game-wise, um, I can help her with ball handling and doing all that dribbling stuff so that she can push the ball and be a threat when she has the ball in her hands to score. So, you guys, I mean, your division right now is just really good between you, South Jeff, and Loudville. I mean, you were two really good teams this year. And with that, I mean, 
Sal uh, Lavel has Sydney Brown. She's uh, at the, basically at the top of the stats leaders. It's like you and her, <laughs> basically, for majority of the offensive stats. Is there a rivalry? I mean, I don't know how well you know her, but is there a rivalry between the two of you guys? Um, well, I, I don't really know if there is, but she's a really good player. I mean, I know we play against her in soccer and now in basketball. She's just a really good athlete. And I don't know if it's necessarily a rivalry, but, I mean, she's really good. Right. Whenever we go against each other, our two teams go against each other. It's always a good fight. Right. Do you guys pay, do you pay attention to those to her stats? Oh yeah, not, not like individually, but like as a team when we scout them or we try to see what like how to stop them, we definitely pay attention to like her success and how we need to slow her down or anyone else for that matter, any other key player on a team. When you see another player, especially in your division, I mean, play as well as she's playing, does that motivate you a little bit extra? Do you think about that a lot? Um, kind of. I mean, I'm not, like, specifically looking at, like, her stats, so to say, trying to beat her. I mean, I'm, I'm happy that she's doing well as well. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't push me to try to be better, not just for the sake of beating her, so to say, but to, like, like push myself. That's as best I can say it. Like, right. make myself... I can go like inside be like okay she's doing this why can't you do that like try to push myself to be as good as her if not try to be better <laughs> right right do do rivalries between high school kids at different schools exist do you I think, think I mean I don't know personally I don't know if I have any rivals or like enemies so right. to say but I think that they can if you play against each other so much and it's always a hard battle and it's always going at each other I, th I think they can yeah. would you say like Lava has consistently been kind of your school's biggest rival uh yeah in the Frontier League Indian River's good too but in like our division I think Lava since we've played them we know like what the strengths are that was our like one of the closest games it was the first game of the season I'm pretty sure and they was yeah that was tough I think that since over the years it's gotten like over the past two years I've been here they've been the ones in our division that have been pretty hard to defeat now I know it's been a few years since I've been in high school myself so kind of refresh me what is looking what does it look like inside your school and coming up to like a big game like do you guys you know really get excited for big games against rivals like Indian River or Lowville oh yeah <laughs> we can roll in the hallway we see one of our teammates we're like hey game day <laughs> Kind of stuff like getting hyped and getting ready for the game, and whenever people see us, they're like, it's like, "Good luck, you know, you guys got it." And they're just, they're just encouraging us, and it helps when we play in games. It motivates us, and thinking back on that is really cool. What's the, what is the, not just the players in your team, but the students in your school? I mean, your team is so good that I'm sure you guys have a fan base of your amongst your peers. I mean, what is their kind of support like? Oh, it means a lot, especially the student section, student sections. In the games, like just making, if someone makes a good play on our team and you hear the crowd go crazy, it just adds to that motivation of they're watching. You need to perform to the very best and do it like for them, if anything. So they'll like make them happy and come to more of our games. And so you are, you know, you're, you're still you're a freshman. You're 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 still really young, but you've been playing at the varsity level and high and like a high varsity level for you know two or three years now. I mean. Do you deem that you're so young, you're also a veteran, but are there moments where you feel like, you know, I'm only a freshman? Do you ever get, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, yeah, at times. I'll be like in practice, and I'll make this 
dumb question or a dumb comment, and then everyone would be like, oh, freshman, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, I should not have said that, you know. Like, it just, like, clicks. Like, I've been with older girls pretty much since seventh grade. Right. And And so I've just always, like, I haven't really thought about it much. I'm always, like, pushing myself to try to do what they're doing, even though they're older. So it doesn't really, like, in the moment, like, in a game, I'm not really thinking about it. But, like, at times it hits me, like, oh, you know. When, having played against older girls pretty much you know, whole, your whole career, basically, I mean, what is the biggest lesson you learned from that? How has that helped you the most? Um, it's pretty much helped me to work hard. Because when I was in seventh grade watching all the older girls play, they would always work like their butts off in practice. They work as hard as they can and always want to do good. And so seeing that as like when I was a manager when I was in sixth grade, seeing them in practice and how hard they worked, it was like, oh, I want to do that. I want to be where they are and do that kind of stuff and work my hardest. So I feel like them, was just watching them, it's made me want to work as hard as I can. Even as good as you are now, I mean, do you still find yourself, like, still watching, you know, all the older kids in your team and seeing how they, you know, kind of operate? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I'll have a, I'll go watch a game or something, like watch a rivalry, not a rivalry necessarily, but scout a game go to watch mm-hmm. and I'll see a player make a sick pass and she's like maybe a senior or sick I would say and I'm like wow that's cool I want to do that you know so then maybe I'll go in the gym and try to practice it but then I'm always trying to move with my game off of things I see and try to improve that that art of kind of like studying, studying your teammates, maybe studying other teams. How do you really go about that? I mean, are you asking a lot of questions of your teammates? Like how much of a studier are you when it comes to basketball? Um, I'd say a decent amount. Um, I, mean, I like to watch film. That's my, one of my things. Watch my game and others and see, like, strengths and weaknesses. And especially with my game, when I watch it on film, I can see what I should have done instead of what I did. Maybe I forced the ball where I shouldn't have or done vice versa. And, and so, yeah, studying, I feel like that's a big part of the game. I mean, I could definitely do it more, obviously, improve in that aspect. Always trying to watch my opponents, watch my own teammates, and learn from them. But I think I, I do a decent amount of it, yeah. Is there a level of accountability also? Like, are you keeping your teammates accountable? Are they keeping you accountable, especially during film sessions and stuff like that? Yeah, for sure. Like, we have um, this rule when we watch film, like, nothing's personal. It's always, it's just saying, like, what we see. And when we call it out, it's, it's trying to help you and make you feel better. So if someone calls out my mistake, I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. I need to work on that. Not saying like, oh, wow, they hate me and all this, you know. And just like when I say it to other people, they say it to me. When Coach says it to other people and me, it doesn't really, like, you don't want to take it personally. Being that you're a freshman, I mean, I mean, you've been around playing for a long enough time. Are you comfortable, you know, pointing out maybe what a senior or a junior did wrong? Uh, yeah, so to say. Um, I mean, I'm pretty comfortable. I know them well. Like, um, right. my team... I've, I've been with them for a year. This is my second year. I know them. They know I'm not just calling them out just to call them out and be mean. Right. I'm trying to, and they're trying to help me. So I don't, I, I'm not, I am comfortable doing that. I feel like they take it well when I do. Especially like on the court in the middle of the game, I'll say something. They're like, yeah, you're right. You know, we should do that. So it's not like they don't listen. 
You guys have so many talented players in your team, you know, between you, Alyssa, I mean, your sister, I mean, there's so many really talented players in your team. How do you guys make that work? I feel like when you have a lot of talented players, oftentimes there could be, you know, chemistry problems because everyone thinks they can be the one that should be scoring. You have so many talented players and it's clearly working. Like, how does it work? I feel like everyone's so unselfish about it. They don't really, no one's really caring about the personal goals or anything like that. It's all about the team. And what we want to do is be successful. And if that means one day someone has a bad game, maybe the next game they'll have a good game. So it's not like, I mean, yes, we have a lot of good players. But individually, I don't think everyone's worrying about it that way. I think what makes us so successful is that we're looking at it more as a team. Is a big part of it just like understanding like your role on the team? Every player needs to understand that their own specific role on the team? Yeah, I think, yeah, that has a big part. Like, people know when they need to shoot it, when they don't. What's their spots? And who can shoot the three? Who's not really the best at doing that? And, like, when we figure out our roles on the team, I feel like, and then when it becomes successful and they see it in a game, everyone's kind of like, oh, yeah, that's why that's my role. That's why I can do that because I'm successful when I do that. Right. Your own, your own personal style, is it, you know, pass first or is it shoot first? Well, my dad's always told me I was pass first, shoot, pass first, shoot second. But I've been trying to work on it to make it, like, even, I guess. <laughs> it's like, when I pass too much, then it's not good because passes don't open up. When I sh don't shoot, when I shoot too much, then it's not good. So, personally, I'm trying to find a balance. That's my goal. Is finding a balance, <laughs> is that something... I feel like with finding a balance, I feel like that differs from game to game. I feel like a balance... You know, of shooting and passing is going to be different against one team than it is against another team. Is it? Is it a game? Does it go by a game to game basis? Oh yeah, for sure. If we're like playing a, a really good team, like that's like pressuring us like crazy, I feel like I need to maybe attack, and then if that's not there, then pass, then move. But like first option, see if I'm able to get to the basket, and if I'm not, then maybe I stop and I pass. So just like, just reading the defense pretty much when we are on offense to see what they're giving you. So maybe they're sagging off, then we have the shot. But if they're really high up on me, I can try to go by them and pass. So it's pretty much just reading defense, trying to see what they're giving me and what I can do to try to be successful out of it. Your team, you know, this is not obviously the first successful year you guys have had. You guys were really good last year, too. I mean, the goals, I'm sure, is to win sectionals, as it is for everybody. I mean, what is your goal from game to game, though? Like, what, what do you guys focus on? What does your coach preach from, like, game to game? Um, well, recently we've been talking about trying to win every quarter, taking it eight, eight minutes at a time and just focusing on that and trying to – take our time and not think too much about the big picture, but just try to win as every quarter, one at a time, so that in the end we win the overall game. And I know in the fourth quarter it probably is more like it's time to go. Right. It's like we need to get this done. But just relaxing in that situation and realizing it's okay, we got it, and just taking it quarter by quarter pretty much. For a good team like yours – the emotions from game to game, I mean, the emotions from quarter to quarter, are they different, or do you try to stay even keel from from quarter to quarter? I mean, are the emotions in the fourth quarter for your team the same thing as the emotions in the first quarter? Um, in, in games, like, we have our games where we're slow to come out, and we have to come from behind or something like that. But they, in general, they should be. Like, we like to say that they are the same. But sometimes in the fourth quarter when it's tied, yeah, 
more emotions come out because of this game scenario and how tense it is and how close it is. And just the environment adds to that. But in the first quarter, maybe it's not as intense because we still have the rest of the game. Right. Like, I'm working harder in the first and in the fourth. We're still, like, trying to push ourselves in the first quarter. Just the emotions, I feel like, are higher in the fourth because of the games on the line scenario. Right. When your team say needs to be calmed down or something when you basically need to channel that emotion to you know get positive results who is your coach who are you guys relying on to kind of get your team back on track in terms of like a good mindset well i feel like every everyone kind of contributes to that but one person who really like calms us down and is like hey guys come on look at each other is Melissa stevenson mm-hmm. she's a leader that we have on the floor the general she's like all right, guys, we got this. When we go to the locker room at halftime, it's all right. We're still in the game. She's always talking to us and always being positive so that when we are in those tight scenarios, she's like, it's okay. We got this. Chill. You know, relax. We got, we'll move the ball. We'll get shots. Not all of them are going to go in, but we'll try to make as much as we can. She's always just that positive force that's like, all right, we're good. And I, it, she's probably been through this plenty of times before. I think she's like one of the one or two seniors on your team, right? Yeah, her and Paige Crandall. So, what are some things you've kind of taken away? To, like, what are some things you've kind of talked to Alyssa about? What's some advice she's kind of given you? I well, one thing I've noticed about her that I really want to try to be when I'm older or now, obviously, but is she's vocal. Like, she's that leader, and I want to try to become that from her, learning that from her. And she just like she's always positive with everyone. That's the only way I can really put it. She's just always encouraging and trying to make others feel better and even when she's not having a good game so to say she's always like we still got this you know just her leadership and how vocal she is on the court that's what i want to take away most from her right you know you got you know years to work on that i mean being that you're only a freshman when it's all said and done for you you'll probably have i think what six or seven career years on varsity i mean that's pretty crazy do you have a timeline for yourself or are you at a point where you're just like I'm just going to enjoy every game right now. Yeah, I'm just enjoying everything. I mean, I love playing basketball, so that's every single day I can go out and play. It's just, like, it's fun for me. It's not, like, seen as, like, oh, I only have four right. years left. All right, I'm good. Now let's focus on this year, work at a time. One game at a time, enjoy everything the best I can. Not really trying to look ahead right now, just trying to focus on our game, our team at this year. Is um is Abby starting to get to that point? I mean, she's only a, she's a junior, but she's starting to get to that point where you know she realizes like her clock is kind of running out. Um, I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> like in her head, you know, thinking like, all right, I need to start making doing this good stuff now because I only have a certain amount of time to do it. You know, win sectionals maybe. Right. <laughs> maybe. I mean. Possibly. Do you find do you have a do you like have a lot of pride in winning games for these seniors and for these juniors? Is that something as a freshman? Do you do you find a lot of pride in that? Oh yeah, for sure. I'm always. I mean, I still have a couple more years to play. So if I can't do it for myself, do it for them, or do it for the team, and just try to make it like make it better for them. So if maybe I'm. If someone's not having a game game, I'm like, all right, Jackie, you need to have a good game to win this game for the seniors, for the team, for everyone who's putting their hard work into it, and just win the game. Awesome. All right, Jackie, well, thank you so much for talking to me. I really appreciate it. Um, when's your next game? 
Uh, tomorrow, actually, against General Brown. Ooh, that's a nice rivalry game right there. Speaking yeah. of rivalries. All right, Jackie. Well, thank you so much. Good luck. And hopefully we'll talk to you again sometime during the season. Of course, yeah. Thank you. I want to thank Jackie for taking the time to speak to me for this week's episode. We're approaching the final leg of the basketball regular season, and these Spartans will certainly be fun to watch as they prepare for a playoff run. Thanks for listening, and as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Philip underscore Sanzo, and you can follow the Daily Times sports section on Twitter at WDT Sports. We will see you later.